Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Center Life Podcast. Uh, today we speak about farming, we speak agriculture. Now, you may probably already know that agriculture is the backbone of Uganda's economy, employing over 70% of the population, and of course, contributing half of Uganda's export earnings and a quarter of the country's GDP. So today we want to understand how to better this sector that contributes hugely to Uganda's economy, but most importantly, to take a step deeper and understand the role of collaboration in promoting the digitization of the agriculture value chain. So welcome to Center Live Podcast. Do get a seat and get comfortable. Let us have this conversation. I am your host, Sandra Twinovio. And uh, joining us today is Mr. Evans Nakoko, who is the Chief Manager Agribusiness at Centenary Bank and is seated right next to me. Welcome to the podcast today. Thank you for having me and I hope we can make a contribution to your viewers. Thank you. Definitely look forward to that. And uh, we also have Mrs. Carol Chaze uh, Kakoza, who's the executive director at Axion Zone. Uh, this is a company that focuses on providing authentic data to farmers that drives change in Uganda, among very many other things. Welcome to the podcast, Carol. Thank you, Sandra. Uh, when we talk about agriculture value chain, what does it exactly mean, you know, for the ordinary Ugandan that is going to land on this podcast? Thank you, Sandra. Now, what is interesting is that every Ugandan is a farmer. 80% yes. of all of us have farmed or have had a small garden behind our homes. So everybody is a farmer. So the agriculture value chain has been experienced by everybody. But what does it mean? The word value chain means actors and activities. Actors means the farmer, the supplier, the person you buy from the fertilizer, and the activities is the time you put the crop in the ground. No, 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 the time you buy the crop and then the time you put it in the garden, in, into the ground, you weed, you, you know, you do about two weeds, <laughs> then you harvest, you dry, and then you sell. Those are the activities. And then the actors are the people who contribute towards um, you achieving each stage. Now for every stage in agriculture, what is important, why they call it the agricultural value is an important word. Chain is the process. Agriculture is what we do, then the value is what is very important for us, all of us watching at home. Is that the word value means every step of the way has an additional, uh, I'll still use the word value, it adds an extra step to that crop. So for example, you go buy the seed, it's not yet in the ground, but by putting, you, by putting that seed into the ground, you've given it an additional, you've given value to that seed. When you weed, you add value to the growth process. When you go ahead and harvest, that's extra value. You put in one seed, now you have four cobs or two cobs of maize, just from one little grain of maize. And the next value is when you actually sell and you can get money. That is the value chain. That's the agricultural value chain. There's so many other types of value chains. But in this instance, the agricultural value chain. There are other things that contribute to the value chain. And in this instance, where we're talking about centenary, the financial part of the agricultural value chain is a huge contribution to what centenary does. Um, the digitization is a huge contribution to ag advisory. 
So that so the value chain is quite huge. The first step I talked about was an actor as a farmer has a value chain, agriculture value chain. The other is the instance where we have the people who get finance. The same people contribute to the farmer. The same people will contribute to information to the farmer. That's advisory. So those are plugins, and those are people who so, so still. Let me just get it. And I want to ask, like an ordinary person, when yes. I go to Centenary Bank, for example, and I ask for a loan, yes. are they contributing to the agriculture? Yes, budget? they are. Okay, they are because they'll ask you one, what do you want the loan for? Then you'll say, well, I have my ten acres. Oh, better still, I have my one acre and I want to plant maize. Then they'll ask you, what do you want to use the, 10 or the money for? Then you'll say, I want to buy seed, I want to buy fertilizer, and I want to be able to hire people to work with me. That is a contribution to your agricultural value chain, to your chain, the path to the growth of your crops and to your financial freedom. Great. Thank you so much, Carol, for setting the pace of this conversation. Now, I want us to move on to Mr. Evans and uh, what we want to hear from you. Uh, now that we understand what the agriculture value chain is, what are some of the opportunities in the agriculture value chain that, that you can really point out for us this uh, today? Two things come into my mind, and one of them is efficiency, and the other is uh, effectiveness. Efficiency is the ability to get desired results with the least effort, least resources, and, and that means you have optim you're optimizing your resources generally. So under a value chain uh, kind of approach, you have players coming together, the producers, like Carol rightly said, uh, the people who are doing marketing. So they are together, they are already in some kind of structure, and so it becomes cheaper, it becomes easier to reach out to them, even as even when, when we have to finance them, even when we have to work with a bank. So under efficiency, some of the things that come out would be have, being able to aggregate this risk, understand it and profile it, would mean that the borrower can get a lower interest rate. But then for a financial institution, you have the ability to tailor products to the needs of customers. One of the things we look out for as a, as a bank is um, trying to make sure that our financial services are appropriate, that they make sense to the borrower. Think about a farmer who is growing pineapples and is seeking for credit from the bank. If you want them to pay every month, then that is the first step into making them default. So tailoring products would mean we understand that we have to arrange cash flow-based products. It means we understand uh, tenors, how long loans should be given, but also means that we understand the kind of risk that we are working with. And of course, uh, with, digital, with digitization coming into this process, you also have an advantage of uh, managing payments differently. So if, if people had to walk to banks to be able to get paid under a value chain arrangement, we can have special payment structures that can enable people receive money on their phones, use their phones to make transfers, and also store value. Now, in terms of effectiveness, we're talking about the ability to have more value. And you know that when we collaborate under the value chains, it means we can bring in more players. So if I am going out to uh, speak to, to farmers, if I'm talking to the people who are involved in marketing, if I'm talking to people who are involved in uh, processing, 
I also understand that if they need credit, they will need somebody providing insurance. They will need a fintech that is going to provide us with technology. So as we bring all these players together, we are able to do more with little, but we also bring on more people who are providing uh, more opportunities. For example, markets open up for the, for, for the farmers who are producing. Uh, Carol talked about research. All these opportunities show up. And uh, just to put this home, think about the inbound logistics, warehousing opportunities, and the jobs that they create for our nation. If you think about the outbound as well, if you think about the marketing services that go with the value chain, these are all opportunities that I think uh, we can take advantage of. Thank you. The pandemic really did affect so many sectors and the agriculture sector was not spared. Carol, I want you to point for us some of the highlights, you know, in the evolution of agriculture value chain that you were able to notice. In the digitization, in the digitization environment, there was a plus. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll, I'll first move away from agriculture. We got many people using mobile money. We got many people on TikTok. <laughs> we got many people on WhatsApp. Now that comes as an advantage to us in agriculture and comes as an advantage to the banking sector and agriculture. One of the things that we do at Axiom is we profile. And what do I mean by profiling? We come to your house, um, Sandra, and we want to understand who you are. So we do your bio data, we talk about your production data. When, when, I'm when I say about production, I mean when was the last time you, you planted maize? Or what do you have in your garden? What was the yield? How much money did you get from the market? Did you bank it? Do you have a bank account? Do you have children? How many children got to school? Do you have labor? How many people in your, in, do you employ? How many wives, or oh, sorry, husbands do you have? Now, all that gives us what we would call a credit score. And that credit score allows us to position you as Sandra in your garden, in your village, wherever you are. What does that mean? And what, what am I talking about anyway? For the banks, and that's for Centenary Bank, that is positioned in the district at the township of the district. A farmer who is about 100 kilometers away will be known to that branch because of digitization. Now, what did the pandemic do? The pandemic cut off all communication, all connection. Mm -hmm. But what we did is we made sure we link the farmer, the bank, with all this information. So the pandemic created for us an opportunity for banks to embrace more statistical data for them to make decisions. Human is to, to be human is to err, right? Mm -hmm. And many times, we would like to make sure that a human being can you know, make all the right, the right moves. But then again, we have done a lot in artificial intelligence, in data mining, in data analytics. So that's what the pandemic did for us. It extended the digital movement into a lot of um, doors. And one of the things I'd say is I'm happy to note that Centenary took on the profiling process. And to date, no alone, goes through Centenary Bank on agriculture or microfinance without it being profiled. They want to know who their farmer is. Now, who their farmer is or who their client is is important, not because the loan officers are not doing their jobs.
But because statistically, if you look at the data and the judgment of the human being, those two judgments allow you to make a good decision on lending. And that's what digitization did for, that's what the pandemic did for us. It allowed us to digitize processes mm -hmm. during um, a, a period where we had no connection. And the only avenue we had was to use the digital space. Mm -hmm. So for me, it is a plus. With the recent uh, events that happened due to the lockdown, what role would you say has digitization played in enhancing the value chain? I mean, she did point out what the bank did, but from where you sit, what did the bank do? Okay, thank you, Sandra. We, we can take it as low as um, where we have the producers. One of the things that the producers, the farmers, the smallholders are interested in yeah. is information. And when we talk about information, we're talking about uh, uh, extension services, we're talking about uh, information about uh, whether um, they will be, of course, looking forward to the rains. So technology helped us to have this information disseminated during that time. Now, if, for example, farmers miss uh, the season, then definitely even the banks that have exposed uh, themselves in terms of credit have a problem. So all those great exposures have a risk of going bad if we get it wrong. So one key thing was definitely information. The other is uh, payments. So when it became, when push came to shove, it was harder for people to move cash around and we all appreciate the risk that comes with moving cash around. So again, through the digital processes, we are able to transfer money, we store up value, as we all know, these are the three key things that banks do. They will be storing value, they will be transferring value, and they will be rendering credit. So all these three uh, can happen because of uh, the support that our technology through digitization, uh, I mean, through the process of digitization. The other key thing that Carol mentioned that uh, I would like to, uh, to, to probably emphasize is profiling. Profiling is a way of onboarding our clients it's a way of uh, building information or data about the client. We all understand that uh, in the value chain, especially the people at the lower value chain, one of the biggest challenges banks contend with is information. Information to make decisions on whether to render credit or whether to probably take people through financial literacy. So collecting this information through profiling allows us to build some kind of score. It allows us to weigh the risk. And therefore, we can also look into uh, the bank and see how much we can expose, how we can expose ourselves in terms of credit. And so we are proudly continuing to increase exposures. We have almost uh, in excess of 350 billion in this sector because we understand it through, uh, again, profiling. The other key thing is traceability. When markets were getting hard for the smallholders, for the farmers, and for the producers generally, you needed somebody to be able to find out where this farm is. So through the digital options, you can be able to trace back. Even things like watermelons, you can tell where, exactly where it's coming from. So if it's good quality, it's something good for the farmers, because then you will have, more, you'll have your market increasing because people would want to trace back and see where this good uh, fruit came from. But of course it has the low side of, if you, you're producing uh, 
things that are bad quality, then you probably will have closed the market. And finally, uh, in terms of data and uh, in terms of analyzing data, the digital option allowed us to do analytics, better analytics. We can predict better because we can look at trends as supported by, again, digitization. They, they usually say a bad seed is in one area and it spoils the entire broad, right? What we can do with this traceability is we can locate where the aflatoxins are coming from using traceability. He talked about watermelon, but now I want to talk about the maize because maize and, uh, you know, beans have had issues where aflatoxins are coming from. And this affects everybody. Centenary will have lent these people money. Um, a lot of warehouses will have bulked these goods, and that's money still. Fertilizer will have gone in. But what we can do as a nation, and those that are responsible, is to look at the traceability mm. and see where did this crop come from? Mm. And if we can locate and say, this came from this area, these are the GPS farmers that are using this, these are the emissions that are coming out of here, what fertilizer is causing it. That is how granular the data has come. Because um, when we talk about what Axiom is doing, one of the things is we're able to read what carbon emissions, what emissions are coming off some of the gardens that we have. So what does that mean? That if that data is exposed to the bank, the credit rating for that area goes down. What does that mean? The farmer then knows that I better use the, the right fertilizer. Even the extension officers will start to talk about this and reduce the losses to the farmers. Because what is happening is anybody will come and say, well, you use a full glass of this and then put it in the ground. What you're supposed to use a bottle top. So that's where the problem is, the information flow. So with digitization, a lot of this can be curbed and we reduce on the risks. The second thing I wanted to talk about that Evans talked about is the credit score. And, and I want the viewers to understand, when we are outside Africa, or I could say outside East Africa, I can get a loan today from the United Bank of America because all I have to do is show them my credit rating. Mm -hmm. I show them my credit, my banks, send them my bank statements, and once those transactions are there, I will be able to get a loan. But now I want to think about my mother, who is about 300 kilometers in Capchora, down there. She has never seen a bank, a banking hall. She hides her money under the bed. But she has 18 acres. And those 18 acres, each acre, gives us, what, 60, six, six to 16 bags of maize. And a kilo of maize is selling at 1,500. That old woman is rich. Richer than all of you here, folks, in Kampa. But because we do not have her history, transactional history, we will ignore her for a loan. But if we expose her to the banking system, profile her, give her a credit rating that is based on the African ownership strata, it allows her to position her like any other. And that's why the credit scoring and profiling process is an important 
venture for the banks, for Centenary Bank, it will definitely benefit from this. Because now, like Evans has said, statistically they can pave forward. They can move forward knowing how much money is going to come from that area because they already know how much crop is there, how much money has been lent, how much the farmer is going to earn at the end of the season, and who is going to repay. They can even detect who is not going to pay. Why? Because we are able to detect, to detect where the drought is going to be. So that is when they ensure before the season is over. Thank you so much, Carol, for that. Now, I want us to really, for both of you, this question is going to both of you. We want to understand, for example, Carol, from where you sit and Mr. Evans, from where you sit again, to explain to us how collaboration has promoted digitization of the agriculture value chain. And we would want to hear some examples. I want to start with uh, Carol again. My mother is uh, 67 years old and my father is 78 years old. But every time I wake up in the morning, I have a message from my father on WhatsApp. He's 78. Do we, do we see what I'm talking about? Yes. My mother is 67. She's got a prayer on and she has sent it to me. Mm -hmm. I don't stay with my parents. I haven't for the last 19 years. But every day for the last 12 years, I've managed to get a message from them because of digitization. Sure. Now, what, what am I talking about? I'm talking about the different avenues, the other value chain when it comes to digitization. There's the people, the technology, and then there's the actual utilization of that technology. Collaboration is very important. And appreciation of what you're collaborating on is also very key. If we did not appreciate TikTok today, <laughs> I don't think a lot of people would know what Kadama means. But because we appreciate what TikTok is, we understand what they're going through, we get their stories. We go back to agriculture. Like I said when I was starting, we are all farmers in Uganda. You have a garden, you have some bananas, or you have some, uh, you know, tomatoes at the back of your garden. Lately, ladies have a lot of little mints and all over their houses. And yes, you're a farmer. But how do you know what type of crop to grow? How do you know that there's armyworm? How do you know that there's been weevil? How do you know that huh, it's going to rain tomorrow? So I think the other banana plantation, I plan to cut down. Mm -hmm. I need to do it in the morning. All those are avenues for us that we have used through digitization. And who are we collaborating with? The weather people. The satellite data that is coming through about weather from the meteor and the other partners that do weather, send it to us through data, the, 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 the internet. Mm -hmm. So we must collaborate. The comprehension of a farmer that a katochi can receive an IVR message. And what do I mean by IVR? I think we only experienced this across the country when the president was campaigning two, two campaigns ago, I think. The first time we ever had him on the phone. The phone would ring, you'd pick it up, and you'd hear his voice. Oh my God, I just spoke to the president. Yes. That is an IVR message. Now today we can send that to our farmers. Mm -hmm. That is the digital platform goes into a non-digital platform where we have that little phone receiving an IVR message telling the farmer, Mama, Tata, please make sure you cover your garden. Please make sure that you spray because there's a spread of amiwa. Mm -hmm. 
something will happen to the bank still through collaboration. Today, Centenary Bank can send a message to farmers in Kapchora because they have a different season altogether from the rest of the Ugandan, you know, and say, Centenary Bank is open to lending. The season has started. This is the lending rate. Please prepare these shuttles, shuttles for your lending. We're using what? The phone. We are digitizing the process. But this end, what is done, there's a lot of digital, a big digital environment that is being used. A lot of data mining. For me to know, I have to point this message to Sandra. The data mined for me to get to Sandra for that particular message. That is already there. But we have to simplify it to the farmer. And that's why I want to end by saying, let's not you know, bring all these crazy jargons for um, the farmer. They don't understand those things. Leave them with the, their phones, whether it is a smartphone or whether it's a phone that has its uh, then small Java phone or it's a, uh, a phone that can receive WhatsApp. Whatever phone they have, let the digitization and uh, part that has the big data mining, the big data and all that be on our side as implementers. When it comes to the farmer, simplify it. And that's the importance of collaboration. Know who your end user is. If you know your end so user, exactly. Let us be able to communicate to that farmer. Mm -hmm. After we've done all our business, mm -hmm. let us go to the farmer with the simplest message possible. Until a time when we can get to the level where the Dutch are. Yeah. That he just has to go to a website, get information and get there. But then again, we still have illiteracy levels. So while we are still at that illiterate stage, let us maintain the simplicity to the farmer. Mm -hmm. Using digital collaboration, we should be able to achieve that. Mr. Evans Nakoko, what do you have to say about how, for example, Centenary Bank has used uh, digitization to promote the agriculture value chain? Thank you, Sandra. First, I will uh, demonstrate the fact that uh, for us, it started with re-looking at how internally we are organized in terms of our strategy. So we have put uh, digitization at, at the front of everything that we do. And this is because we are serving uh, masses, a number of people, and we're trying to make sure that we promote convenience and we also want to deliver a service as fast as possible. And that's part of the process of making uh, the services appropriate. So once we understood that, we of course had to go out and look for people we would work with. And some of these include fintechs, fintechs and of course all the other actors, like the ones providing weather information that Carol rightly raises. So I'll just then dive into uh, the, the, key, the key examples that have come out of our efforts. For example, our customers can now open online accounts um, so they, they have accounts that they can open online. Previously, you had to walk to a branch, you had to provide all the documentation before you could uh, get this account open. And it's simple, with simple requirements. We also are uh, onboarding our clients, are the ones who want credit uh, digitally. So you can shout out if you're looking for credit. And I just gave an example of the profiling solution earlier. So we reach out to you, we get information about you, we analyze the information and make sense out of it. And when we make sense out of it, it is both for your benefit, uh, the farmer, and also the institution. So you know the areas that are 
are important for you to work on so you can maximize, so you can have uh, larger margins. We also have our center mobile application that is active, that is enabling transfers, that is enabling um, movement of cash from, from phones to the bank accounts and vice versa. But we also have a lot of information that, uh, is, that can be picked there. I've talked about the profiling solution, but also we have decision tools. The other process that uh, happens uh, unknown to the public is the evaluation of loans internally. There are digital tools that we leverage on to be able to uh, make these decisions so that uh, we do not have people feeling that uh, they were denied their loan for other reasons other than the qualification uh, criteria that we have. And of course, finally, using digital means, we have a better repository system. If you look at our website, there's a lot more information that you can read about the kind of products and services that we are providing. And we are also so active on social media. You've seen posts, you've seen information, and we, we are relaying it so that our customers can know everything that we are doing. So this is how we've been able to uh, use digital collaboration to convert it into value for the customers of the bank, but also for the, to the other stakeholders, like the partners we work with. So that those that uh, have not gotten a chance to see different mm -hmm. posts like you mentioned, uh, mm -hmm. how do they get all this information? Well, if you just uh, put in Centenary Road Development Bank in the browser, you'll be able to um, it will take it straight. Mm -hmm. And you'll be able to see the various um, tools and information that we've been able to upload. Mm -hmm. But also, at that said, um, I would like to invite all interested parties and um, people who would want to take credit, who would want to open accounts with us to get as much information from all the branches that we have. We have branches across uh, the country, but we also, um, we also have staff who are ready to receive them. I also want to thank the customers who have stood with us for this long, the customers that have moved us from uh, position number four to position number two, the partners we've worked with to make this possible. I can't thank you enough, but on behalf of um, management and board of Centenary Bank, we thank you and appreciate you for those efforts. And we commit to continue shining out more solutions that will be convenient for you. Thank now, you I'm not about to let you go. I, I want you to, there's so much we've talked about today uh, in terms of collaboration, digitization, and agriculture value chain. Just to sum it up, what should, the, what should be the, the key takeaway from this conversation? Okay, thank you very much. The key takeaway uh, for me should be that uh, using digitization, we will be able to um, build efficiencies, will be effective, that means a reduction in uh, rates, interest rates. That means also efficiency on the borrower's side, which would mean more margins for them. And together, we, do, we, do, we have a happier nation than probably we have today. Thank you. All right, uh, now over to you, Kari. You did mention something that I found very interesting of, you know, crafting your messages or drafting your messages in such a way that they're, they're easy to understand by the end user. Now, there's so much we've talked about again today, but what should be our key takeaway from this conversation? What are those things that we should continue to reflect on? For example, the actors and players out there, what are those things that we should be reflecting on when we you know, speak about collaborating, digitization, agricultural value chain? 
the best thing that happened in the pandemic was the utilization of digital mm. platforms. And, and for everybody who is running a digital company or services, the best thing that they ever benefited was the utilization of their services. Mm. Because I would tell you that at a time, a particular office would have 10 messengers moving around papers to sign them. But today, because of the digital environment, they can actually put it online. It is seen by the so many people in the contract committee, agreeing upon in one day. So there's been efficiency. The turnaround time is better. But how do we help our farmers? If we have efficiencies, efficient services, we have better turnaround time. We have done that digitally in our offices. Heck, many people are, are working from home. And the, the comprehension that, it doesn't mean that because I'm, watch, I'm working from home and there's a TV on, doesn't mean I'm not working. The delivery of that particular assignment is what is important. It is not the face value. Simplicity is key when it comes to digitization. And that's what has been going on for years. It's just that every time you talk about digi the digital space for, say, ah, that's for the tech guys. Mm -hmm. uh, no, 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 you know those, those people with their computers. Now we got to understand that with an iPad, a computer, a small phone, you can run a business. We've seen it all over social media. I mean, Sente Mobile was working perfectly during the pandemic. And I think they had very many transactions, more than the walk-in banks, the walk-in you know, clients that were coming. There was, there was um, withdrawals, there were deposits, yeah? Because we have agents. Now, the simpler we make it, the better. And digitization helps us do that. Mm -hmm. Just remember that whenever you craft your, your solution, and this goes to the young people that are sitting in the different innovation hubs, I, I go out, my heart goes out to those young people every time I have to talk about digitization because they're the biggest number of digital actors that we have in this space. They sit in these hubs and they will come up with a brilliant solution for a farmer without integration of the farmer. And so he has spent a year developing a project that for him in all his wisdom is very good. And when he hits the ground to give it to this farmer to use it, the farmer will tell him, but who told you this is what I want? Mm -hmm. hmm? So let's innovate with the people that we're going to give the service. Let's make it simple. If you are giving a farmer something, go down. One of the beautiful things Centenary has done is to be as saturated as possible. They're everywhere. Mm. Yeah? It might be in the townships, but at least they're everywhere. So if you're solutioning for a person and digitizing that environment, know who your farmer is, like the motto of Axiom. Know your farmer. And when you know your farmer, solutioning will be simpler. You will know what you're giving to the end user. And what is important, nobody, not everybody gets to sign the 200,000 contract, US dollar contract, or the 300 million contract. Mm -hmm. We all just get to sign the 1,000 shilling contract, or the 10,000 shilling contract. 
but we are 80% of the Ugandan is a farmer. So crowdsourcing and working for the masses will always earn you the best bucks in your pocket. Thank you so much, Mrs. Carol Chaze Kakoza. She is the executive director at Axion Zone. Like I mentioned at the start, it is a company that focuses on providing authentic data to the farmers that, of course, later drives change in Uganda, among other things. Thank you so much as well, Mr. Evans Nakoko, who's the chief manager of business at Centenary Bank. I think there's so much we've talked about, and I want to believe that you who's watching us today, you've managed to pick out something from this conversation. Digitization is the way to go. Uh, adding something to whatever agricultural product you're doing is the way to go. But most importantly for you as an actor or a player, you need to be able to craft messages that are so easy to understand. Are you inventing something? It should be able to, you know, to relate with the intended audience. So I do hope that at the end of, of, of it all, we're able to continue working together, Centenary Bank and different companies, you know, coming together to promote uh, this agriculture value chain in, in Uganda, but of course using digital means because technology is the way to go. It is here to make everything easy and smooth and efficient. So it is about time that all of us really embrace it. So thank you so much for being part of this conversation and also a big thank you to Centenary Bank for making these conversations possible. Uh, I want to believe that if you didn't initiate such conversations, we would definitely not be having them. So hopefully when you get to watch this podcast, you'll be able to comment and let us know how you used the different digital means to promote your agricultural produce. I have been your host, Sandra Tuinomi.